joining us. Yes. Well, not you. I mean, yes. Oh, thank, yeah. you. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we hope everyone has read Genesis chapters one through five. If not, pause the video, go read it, come back. Mm -hmm. We'll be here. Um, we just want to remind everyone that we we are not theology theologists no no this is not a theological discussion this is just a very down-to-earth discussion we're going to be looking at our notes a lot so let's just all kind of we're all going to learn together yes now genesis the first book of the bible yes what do we know about genesis we know that it is the beginning the beginning of everything yes God created everything in, in Genesis. Right. It was written by Moses, from what we know. Um, when, they, when it says that, um, when it refers to the beginning, he created everything, that means he, he made something out of nothing, that nothing existed. So that shows that he, he is in charge of everything, every single thing. So that just shows us that we have nothing to fear. He's, he's made us. And even to this day, with all the technology that we have, no one can build a, any kind of equipment, anything that is so intricate as the human body. So just, just think about that for a minute. In 2019, the computers, the technology still is not as intricate as our human body. That was made from dust of all things. Mm -hmm. So that's just, and remember this Bible is God's word. This is, this is not a book that someone wrote. It's all God's word. So because God, it, God basically spoke through through all the people, all the uh, authors yes. of the Bible. Yeah. It was all inspired by God. And, and it does say in our book that Moses wrote this during the 40 years of the Israelites' um, wilderness, in the wilderness during Israel's wanderings. I didn't know that. I know. I didn't either until I saw that. So I just wanted to share that. Moses was doing a lot during that I time. Know. He was a busy guy. He was. He was a busy man. Can you ever not think of Charlton Heston when speaking about Moses? Know. Is it's that wrong? Hard. No. <laughs> well, I don't think it's wrong. I just think that that's what our society has had us, you know. Yeah. That's what was given to us on the TV. So it's hard not to think of that, that that's what you saw on the TV. But it's, it's hard. Yeah. You know. So yeah. let's start with chapter one. We're right here, the beginning of creation. We're gonna go through. Um, we're gonna go through the days. Day one, light and dark. God starts off pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yes. Light and dark. I love Genesis chapter one verse two. And the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. I don't. That's such a beautiful visual. It is. It is just like. Um, I've read before that they say it's almost like if you picture a mother bird, mm -hmm. like just watching over her babies. Like, oh, really? Like if they've left the nest or she's just watching over the nest, like mm -hmm. she's flowing and, you know, he's just hovering, just not flying, but just, 
Yeah. That's just, beautiful. Yeah. I just, can you imagine? I just, mm -mm. yeah. Uh, day two, God separated the waters of the heavens and the earth, and he called the area in between sky. Now, this always kind of confused me because I didn't understand, you know, Genesis 1 said, Genesis, I'm trying to do the chapters and the verses right. so people get used to it. Chapter 1, verse 6, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. Because I didn't quite understand what that meant. Okay. But in our notes, and we're going from the chronological Bible, they have notes at the bottom. The space between the waters was a separation between the sea and the mists of the skies. Oh, okay. So that... That, that makes helps. sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that does make sense. Okay. Uh, day three, God gathered the waters to make land and seas, and then he put in all the vegetation, the plants, the trees. So it's, it's working in a very um, logical yes. manner. Yes. He didn't first put the plants. He put the, the sun, the day and light. So the plants would not die. They'd mm -hmm. have light and, you know. He wasn't just throwing random trees yeah. through the universe. I know. I'm just amazing. Uh, okay. So then day four, he created the sun, the moon, and the stars to differentiate day and night in the different seasons. All right. Now day five, God filled the waters and the skies with all the animals, the fish, the birds, everything everything so so the 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 waters in the skies are now taken care of with animals day six gets interesting yes day six is when god filled the earth with land land animals and then man and woman yes now do you have anything to add before we move on to more how, how man was created um let me i'm just um, I just wanted to say, let me, on Genesis, Genesis 1, 26, I just wanted to touch on that when it said, God said, let us make human beings. When he says us, he's talking about the Trinity. And so, what, let them okay. know what the Trinity is. And um, Christians believe the Trinity, that God is... Um, actually three people god is the father the son and the holy ghost so he's god the godhead the son jesus christ which jesus is god in human form he he came to earth jesus christ and the holy spirit is what he left a piece of him here that is inside of each of us so that's when he he's saying let us make human beings um, in our notes, in our in our book, it says, um, "Why does God use the plural form? Let us make human beings in our image." The view says this is a reference to the Trinity: God the Father, Jesus Christ His Son, and the Holy Spirit, all of whom are God. Mm. So, and that is hard to understand. Like, it is, but. There's a book called, um, it's a children's book. I think it's called An Apple is an Apple. It's a Christian book. I'm not sure that's the name of it, but that's how I would explain it to my children, that if you have an apple, you can't have an apple without the core, the flesh that you eat, and the skin. Well, that's a great way to look yeah. at it, yeah. So um, 
if if that I even read it to, I read it myself mm-hmm. when because it, it's hard to understand but the Holy Spirit once you have that inside of you things make so much more sense in the Bible mm-hmm. but don't don't feel like you can't understand it until you have that in you it, it comes and and it just makes sense but that's what that means that is what that means so I just I just wanted to touch on that so no and and that is that's a wonderful thing to point out because I there are a couple times when God says our and okay. you're and you're like well what who's he talk who else is he talking about okay um that's also something um that we wanted to let you guys know if you are a newer uh believer or new to the bible there is no shame in getting a children's bible no no shame at all because it's it's just very simple to understand now obviously it's not going to go as in depth as a a quote-unquote regular bible like Mm -hmm. the the main one but it gives you a good grasp of the like the main stories and it's told in a very kind of yes easy way so yeah. there's no shame in getting like a, a children's bible no and like robin said she's found so many books at the thrift store yeah for like a dollar yes yeah you can find a lot of good stuff at thrift yes. stores yeah that's all i that's all i had now day seven yes god's like all right Everything's looking good. Yes. And he declared it a holy day. Now, this was interesting. This I learned not too long ago Mm because I never thought about it before. Because we think about a week is one day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. But it it said in there, it said in the book that they never used parameters as to how long each day was each day could have been like ten thousand years that's what yes isn't that crazy yeah we do not know yeah we don't know right i i found that amazing too i i really did that was amazing yeah because it like they said it could have been millions of years that we have no idea no we don't know we don't know so let's let's oh do you have anything else no Okay, so we're going to move on to chapter two, the beginning of humanity. And this gives us a closer look at how, uh, how man was, was created and also woman. Yes. Um, now, Genesis chapter two, verse seven. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. And it, it said it. it they added in the in the book the body is a lifeless shell until god brings brings it to life with his breath of life when god removes his life-giving breath our bodies once again return to dust our life and worth therefore come from god's spirit yes you know what this has reminded me of the last couple years my dad passed away a couple years ago and i saw him shortly after he passed and it's he looked different like you could tell it was just a a shell yeah and it's very hard to explain but you can tell there was just something gone yeah it's it is hard to explain Mm -hmm. until you see it and i'm sure a lot of you have seen someone that's passed but it is different and maybe that's a validation for you yeah that you could see the difference Mm -hmm. and 
you needed to see that for some reason, probably. I guess, yeah. Yeah. When my father died, my children were little, and my oldest was very close to him. Um, and the two, the, the two next two, and I, try, I tried to explain to them like a car. Mm. When we're on Earth to get from place A to place B that's far away, you need a car. Mm-hmm. And, or we can't get somewhere. Or, and so on earth, we need this body to get around. But in heaven, we don't need the car. We don't need the body. Mm. We just need the spirit. Mm. So what makes, car, what makes me me, that in, in, inner thing, that will still live on. I love how you explain things. Oh. <laughs> They're wonderful. But that's true. Like, we don't need the shell. Yeah. He didn't need a shell. Yeah, he was done with his shell. His shell's done. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye shell. He's that you know that the spirit's gonna live on forever. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how I explain it to the kids, like because I didn't want. They're like, Grandpa's not there. Well, no, he isn't there. Yeah. What made Grandpa Grandpa's now gone up to live eternally? You know. With, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh. I don't. You're gonna make me cry. Oh. All right, so we're kind of Genesis. We're gonna go a little bit slower because there's a lot to take yeah. in in the beginning of Genesis. Yeah. So Genesis uh, chapter two verses eight and nine. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, and there He placed the man He had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, He placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then if we go to Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, the Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Yeah. Now you could read this and just think, okay, fair enough, they're just trees. But I think maybe it's a little bit deeper than that. Yes. I think what... You know, and God let, gave him a choice. He did. And he gives all of us a choice in everything we do. But the tree of life was was sticking with God's word. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was kind of relying on your own, your own knowledge and not including God. God kind of told him, listen, this is what's up. Yeah. But you, like all of us, we don't listen. No. Yeah. And he was trying to make him, like, depend on him. Mm-hmm. Like, it, or otherwise it would have been a free-for-all. Like, he would have had no, there would have been no purpose to his life. Mm-hmm. No purpose. What would your purpose have been? Oh, you could just do whatever you wanted. Yeah. And what, there's nothing. If you can, if you imagine always doing whatever you want, whenever you want, what kind of life would that be? crazy yeah I mean you would be eventually bored yeah 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 I know this theme this you know God gives us choices but he kind of keeps saying listen you gotta kind of you gotta stick with my word there's gonna be consequences you have to stick with my word and we're still because we we're currently reading this the chronological Bible and we uh, the Israelites have just reached the promised land, and it's it's the same throughout the whole thing. It's like, listen, you gotta listen to me. You yeah. gotta listen to what I'm saying to you. Exactly. Go I ahead. know on that um, Genesis two two fifteen there, 
um, on our notes it says God still still gives us choices mm. um, and we too often choose wrongly these wrong choices may cause us pain but they can help us learn and grow and make better choices in the future living with the consequences of our choices teaches us to think and choose more carefully mm -hmm. so you can make your consequence of your choice be for the good and and we're all sinners oh i'm sorry to break it to some people out yeah. there we're all sinners and we're going to continue to be yeah. until our last breath is taken on the day we die we are going to sin yeah that's it yeah if if you're not you might as well turn this off yeah Do you agree because yeah. uh we're not here to be holier than thou yeah we're not going to sugarcoat it no <laughs> uh-uh no we're not holier than thou it's learn learn on day one here yeah <laughs> we're yeah. all sinners uh -huh. and we all make mistakes you know mm. and i think well i don't even know if i want to get into that but like every day every day uh, we all struggle with with things oh. like anxiety uh uh jealousy anger i language you know i got a sassy mouth i know oh. i have a sassy no I, yeah, I, it I doesn't come as a shock. No, <laughs> but no, we both do. Yeah, but you be honest with yourself. You be honest with God because God already knows. You know, you you apologize. You let Him know. Listen, God, I know this isn't what you want, and you move on and you become closer to God. Mm -hmm. Don't try to lie and, and no. say, "Oh no, everything's great. I'm great. You're great. We're all great." Right? No. 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 We're on this together. We're, we're, we're all sinners. Yes. You can't hide from him. No. You have to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, so then if we move on to Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 through 23, we see that uh, God didn't want man to be alone. So he's like, all right, let's, let's make a woman. Yes. So uh, the woman was created out of the man's rib. I think he was man adam was pretty excited yeah he was yeah, he was exactly happy right. yeah here we go yeah here we go here we go yeah <laughs> now is there anything else in chapter two you wanted to discuss no that's no not that i have okay so moving on to chapter three it gets a little spicy because now man and woman they sin yeah and the devil comes into play he didn't waste much time no does he ever? No. No. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in chapter three, we learn we learn how deceiving Satan is uh, and the repercussions of sin. Uh, now this was this was in our notes, and I thought this was really neat. Disguised as a shrewd serpent, Satan came to tempt Eve. At one time, Satan had been a glorious angel, but in pride, he rebelled against God and was cast out of heaven. As a created being, Satan has definite limitations. Although he is trying to tempt everyone away from God, he will not be the final victor. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, God promises that Satan will be crushed by one of the woman's offspring, the Messiah, so Jesus Christ. So they're even saying way up here in Genesis, Jesus is on his way. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're going to be done. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know... He's, yeah, he's going to be done with. Yeah. Uh, so Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, Satan shows up in the form of a serpent or a snake 
and makes Eve second guess uh, what God told them, which was don't eat from, yeah. from that tree, from the tree of good and evil. And, of course, they both did. They both ate from it. Because, you know, Satan was like, what's going to happen? Right. What? What's going to happen? Yeah. Well, it's going to be fine. Yeah, he just, that's him. Yeah. Uh, why does Satan tempt us? Did you want to read that part? Because that yeah. was the part on page 11. Okay. Why does Satan tempt us? Tempt temptation is Satan's invitation to give in to his kind of life and give up on God's kind of life. Satan tempted Eve and succeeded in getting her to sin. Ever since then, he's been busy trying to get people to sin. He even tempted Jesus, but Jesus did not sin. Keep going, right? Oh, yeah, please. Okay. How could Eve have resisted temptation? By following the same guidelines we can follow. First, we must realize that being tempted is not a sin. Let me say that one more time. Being tempted is not a sin. We have not sinned until we give in to the temptation. Second, to resist temptation, we must pray for strength to resist, run from it, sometimes literally, and say no when confronted with that with what we know is wrong. James 1 verse 12 tells us, tells of the blessing and rewards for those who don't give in when tempted. That's very hard to do though. It is very hard. And we're tempted every day of sinful things. And more than once, constantly. Yeah. And I think especially in this day and age with so much, you know, media on the phone yeah. and whatnot, you're seeing stuff constantly. Yes. It, you are it's very hard not to but just rebuke the devil even if you just have to say get thee behind me just rebuke him and and try not to sin and eventually your sins will become less and less mm -hmm. i know that's hard to understand right now if you're a new believer or you're just opening the bible but just get in the word every day and eventually it'll come much easier it really will. That's very, very true. Even if you're just reading a couple pages, def just get it, stay in there every yes. day. Just stay in there, read a little bit. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And then also, uh, Satan's plan against us. This was this was interesting. They gave us, what, five different things that he, he plans against. He gives, he tries to plant doubt makes you question God's word and his goodness. Uh, discouragement makes you look at your problems rather than at God. Yeah. And we all do that. Yeah. We all do. Oh. Woe is us. Woe is us. Oh, yeah. Uh, three, diversion makes the, the wrong things seem attractive so that you will want them more than the right things. Another that is one. so the truth. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Uh, defeat makes you feel like a failure so that you don't even try. And delay makes you put off doing something so that it never gets done. Yes. I think we're all guilty of, oh, of yeah. all of these. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it is so the truth. Yes. He, he just constantly just tries to get into your mind. He tries to all the negative because he does not want the Lord to have you that's his plan and he has every minute of every day to to do this that's his job mm. 
Just like you go to your job every day, well, his job is to get you away from Christ, mm. from God. So, Sin had broken their close relationship with God just as it has broken ours. But Jesus Christ, God's Son, opens the way for us to renew our fellowship with him. God actively offers us his unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And God says that true freedom comes from obedience and knowing what not to do. As soon as we begin to leave God out of our plans, we are placing ourselves above him. And that's what Satan wants us to do. And that's what the trees were kind of about. You you know, if you're putting your word above above God and leaving him out, that's the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. If she would have just said, well, wait a minute, let me go talk to God, you know, mm-hmm. but, and then <laughs> moving on to Genesis three verses 11 through 14. I don't know why this made me chuckle. So, you know, God's asking them, yeah, what's, what's going on? Cause he yeah. was looking for them. Yeah. He's like, why are you hiding? And they're like, well, we're naked. We, and God's like, what? Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't even know before. When God asked Adam about his sin, Adam blamed Eve. Yeah. <laughs> I poor Eve. Like, here it all starts. Yeah, there it Just is. Just kidding. But, you know. <laughs> then Eve blamed the serpent. How easy it is to excuse our sins by blaming someone else uh, of our circumstances. But God knows the truth. Yeah, he does. That's what's kind of, it's so silly, really. Because yeah. God's pr- probably thinking, what? I know. Really? You don't even really need to talk. Yeah, yeah. And he holds us responsible for what we do. Just admit your wrong attitudes and actions to yeah. God. And don't try to, to place blame on, on someone else. It yeah. falls on your shoulders. It does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Referring to Jesus. So the yes. eventually, uh, you know, Jesus will will arrive and defeat Satan. Yep. Is there anything else that you want to talk about there? Um, on three fifteen in our notes, it says Satan is our enemy. He will do anything he can to get us to follow his evil, deadly path. The phrase "you will strike his heel" refers to Satan's repeated attempts to defeat Christ during his life on Earth. He will strike your head, foreshadows Satan's defeat when Christ rose from the dead. A strike on the heel is not deadly, but a blow to the head is. Already God was revealing his plan to defeat Satan and offer salvation to the world through his son, Jesus Christ. So all the way back in Genesis, we're already learning that. Yes, that's right. Okay, so now Genesis... Chapter 3, verses 16 through 19, God's showing us that there are repercussions to sin. You yep. can't just sin and, you know, he's like, oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. Way. So he, he told, then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. That's all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thanks for that one, Eve. Yeah. Eve. And you will desire to control your, well, I'm, it's in the Bible. And you yeah. will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. Yeah. Chris likes that part a little bit. I'm sure he does. <laughs> and to the man, he said, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life, you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, 
though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow, you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust and to dust you will return. So God broke it down. He's like, you sinned and this is this, these are going to be the consequences. Yeah, that's it. And it does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Continuing on with the notes, to build a relationship with God, one, we must drop our excuses and self-defenses. Oh, yeah. Two, we must stop trying to hide from God. And three, we must become convinced that God's way is better than our way. Yeah. Those are three pretty, pretty uh, self-explanatory things. Yes. They lay it out. So God banished them from the Garden of Eden. And uh, this, I just the visual of this is amazing. Genesis chapter 3, verse 24. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim. Is that how you say it? Yeah, cherubim? Yeah, cherubim. To the east of the Garden of Eden, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. I know. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> danger, danger, like a Star Wars? Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you ever think, like, Adam, maybe in the middle of the night, is like, I'm going to go get back in that garden. Yeah. He saw the, 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 the flaming sword. He's like, oh, no. He no, just no. turned right back around. Yeah. Oh, I better think again. Let me think again. <laughs> like Eve saying, Adam, <laughs> let's just go back. And her, okay, I'll go. I'll go. Eve, I'll go. And then that thing went, oh, no, no. Those cherubims here. You think they argued about it? They might have. <laughs> I don't know. You think she was like, just don't do it. Just let it be. Let it rest. Let it rest. Don't upset God anymore. Nope, I'm going to go. I'm going to go, Eve. I'm going to go see for myself. I would say, da-da, don't tell me because you got in trouble because I made you eat. Da-da, da-da, I don't want to know. Da-da, da-da. I already gave birth to these kids and it hurt. Da-da, da-da. <laughs> You saw Cain and Abel come out and how much it hurt. Leave it alone. Yeah, Let leave it, be. it alone. We're going to have another another Kurt problem. Da -da -da -da. I can't handle any more no. birthing pain. I know. There's there's no sedatives. There's no, no. epidurals. There isn't. No. It was straight up. Just, yeah. There and there is. was not another woman to help her. Oh. Yeah. He probably just got like a flint rock and... Got the umbil umbilical cord. Yeah. And then she's now thinking, I want to control him. <laughs> Do you think, you know what I'm curious about? <laughs> Did God, like, explain what pregnancy was? Like, you're going to have a human being grow inside your human being. I don't know. Do you think one day she was like, what I is know. going on inside of me? That's what I, I know. And God must have said. I hope because I gave him the knowledge. Yeah, and yeah. then he said, "You want to control? You're going to want to control your husband, mm -hmm. but he's going to control you." So she had those thoughts, probably. Yeah, just like I'm having horrific pregnancy pains, and he's going to control me. Yeah, and I don't care for him right now because you've given <laughs> me thoughts of me not wanting to care for him. I just am upset with him. And now he wants to go by that sword thing guy by those cherubims. And she's just thinking, I've got two kids. And he's still on and on about that flaming sword. <laughs> and 
And she's just like, let it be. Yeah. These two kids. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You've got to get these kids raised up. Maybe that's what was wrong with Cain. It might be. You never know. (laughs) I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It may have gone. It may have gone something like that. Yeah, it may have. (laughs) We don't know. No. We can suspect. Okay. There had to have been some something to that effect. We know men. Yeah. I'm sure they were like that in the very, very beginning. Yeah. Because, see, he didn't want to work in there. He he wanted to mess around. Yeah. And we know women, too. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We're women. Yeah. Number four. And, and... God must have given her the knowledge of, like, breastfeeding. Yeah, she had to. Because... What? Okay. (laughs) There's milk coming out of me now. There was a human inside of me, and now there's milk coming out of me. What's next? I know. I don't know. What is next? (laughs) A serpent told me to eat an apple. This place is nuts. (laughs) And she's the first one. (laughs) That's true. She probably thought it was all normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other women came to her. Mm. So there we go. All right. All right. So we're moving on to chapter four. Cain and Abel, uh, Adam and Eve's sons. Cain is the older one. Abel's the young, the the younger one. And things aren't easy for them anymore. No. They're out in, in in the real world, and you know they have to whatever harvest the lands, and it's hard. It's hard work. And when they were older, Cain became a farmer, and Abel became a shepherd. Yes. Uh, and this now is this something where Cain and Abel they had to go present uh, gifts to the Lord? Is right. that something that the Lord maybe told them to do, or were they just very gracious? Is I think that's something they had to do. Okay. And they had to use the best of their crop. So this is kind of a precursor to the altars yes. later on. Yeah, they had to do it at an altar too, if I remember right. But yeah, they had to offer the, yes. And uh, yes, yeah. Uh, so we know in you know in the beginning of, of chapter 4, maybe around verses 3 through 7, they were, Cain and Abel were going to present their gifts to the Lord. Uh, Cain brought his, Abel brought his, Abel brought the finest that he had. Yes. Cain, maybe not so much. No. And the Lord wasn't happy with that. Right. But he didn't, the Lord did not, like, punish Cain. He kind of told him, listen, this is this is how you do it. Maybe let's try again. Right. Gave him a chance. He gave him a chance. Because here in uh, Genesis 4, when it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. That's right. So so the Lord is really trying to, you know, instill in this next generation 
what sin is. You know, hopefully learn from what their parent, the parents' mistakes. Right. But and Cain didn't want to hear it. No. And so he got so jealous he killed the brother. That's some. That's taking it to an extreme. But, like, what else would he have done? Like, I often think about this. What when I read it? What else would he have done? Well. Okay, so he could have either talk had a change of heart. Yeah. Or if he was still he could have just like yelled at the brother yeah. or something. He didn't to take it to the extreme of killing the brother. Yes. It just makes you wonder why so extreme. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Cuz he could have just been and here's jealousy coming in as well. Yes. <clears throat> jealousy, anger, I mean, sin overtook him. Yeah, it really did. It, it, he he just he just let it envelop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our notes, it said the Bible does doesn't say why God didn't accept Cain's gift. Perhaps Cain's attitude was improper, or perhaps his gift was not up to God's standards. God evaluated both both motives and the quality uh, of what was offered. When we give to God and others, we should have a joyful heart because of what we are able to give. Yes. We should not worry about how much we are giving up, for all things are, are God's in the first place. Yeah. Instead, we should joyfully give to God our best in time, money, possessions, and talents. Absolutely. So that's another thing to remember. God knows what's in our hearts, but also our motives. That's right. That's, that is true. So, if you're just kind of going through the motions, God knows that. Yeah. That, yes. You need to come humble and with a sincerity. Yeah. Um, but, yes, uh, after Cain's gift was rejected, God gave him the chance to right his wrong and try again. Uh, he just, yeah, Cain just didn't want to, he didn't want to take a look no. at himself. No. Do you have anything else in no. there? No. <clears throat> it just says in, in our notes that the Holy Spirit will help you master sin. Oh. You can't master it without without him, yeah. without God. There's no way. And, and it is a lifelong battle, and it will not be over until we're face-to-face -face with Christ, until mm. you die. So please, friends, don't think that you have to, that, that oh, I'm not good enough for God because I sin every day. Everybody sins every day. Mm. You know? It yes, just... it's true. And if you're just starting to pray, awesome. That's great. Yeah. The, and we all have to start somewhere. Yes. Uh, just come to God humble. Yeah. Come with, with, with love and humility and be honest because God already knows yes. so just be honest and lay it out and you will start to feel a change yeah. it's pretty neat it is it so is yeah you'll feel so less heavy yes yes and then you know we get we get the the, the murder of Abel in Genesis chapter 4 verses mm -hmm. 8 through 11 one day Cain suggested to his brother Let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, where is your brother? Where is Abel? 
I don't know. So now he's lying. Yeah, now he, yeah. Am I my brother's guardian? Yeah. I've also seen that often as, am I my brother's keeper? Right. But yeah. there we are. But the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. Yep. This is the first, we get a lot of firsts. Yeah. This is the first murder. Yep. First one. Yeah. Did you, you know what, now in reading that, did they even know back then what murder was? Or did he just attack Abel so violently? I know. Like, did he even know? Yeah. He knew it was wrong. Yes, he knew it was wrong. But I know. I just... He just got so enraged, maybe he yeah. couldn't stop. Yeah, and he just couldn't... Ah. Mm. So his... Uh, Cain's punishment, if you yeah. will, for, for that sin, God banished him. Yeah. From the sent him out. But he he would God wouldn't let anyone hurt Cain. Right. So so there was compassion in that. Yeah, there was compassion. And I guess back then God just talked to them like just was a voice. Because it was it, it wasn't was, face to face. No. It was just a voice. Yeah. Just like said, now you're cursed. Like, was he just talking as the dad talked? You know what Maybe I mean? Maybe it was just very normal back yeah, then. That's, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, and then, you know, in our notes, sin is still waiting to attack and destroy us today. Like Cain, we will be victims of sin if we do not master it. But we cannot master sin in our own strength. Instead, we must turn to God to receive faith for ourselves and turn to other believers to receive encouragement and strength. The Holy Spirit will help us master sin. Yes. This will be a lifelong battle, but it will be over when we are face to face with Christ. And I yes. think that's what you had said. Yes. But I'm glad you read all that. That's so good. Yes. yes. And that's a, that is a huge thing. And there's, it, it does make a difference. Even if it's just a friend, if it's one other person that you can, can get together with, and and talk about the bible yes. or talk about your your situation and uh you know and help each other mm -hmm. it makes a big difference yes i don't i don't know if i mentioned it in our last video but i i don't attend church i just laying it out there i i don't i'm not gonna you know uh put any falsities out there but I've always felt like going to Bible study because that yeah. Bible study lasted 10 years. So that was my church um, meeting with you. Yeah. Meeting with with other believers, our friends, um, doing the Bible, our other Bible study and just reading the Bible every day. That's always been my church. Yes, absolutely. And I love how you had told me you told me years ago, actually, that it was OK. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't have to go to church to be a believer. Mm. That's right. I mean, that's that's between you and God. That's no one else's. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some people don't feel comfortable. That's no one's business. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, let's see. Where are we next? It discusses Adam and Eve, how their disobedience brought sin into into the human race. It, yeah. it began with them. 
Um, but it was, it was quickly passed down. So I think, you know, we're learning quickly. Sin is just going to be part of the, of the, of humans. Yes. Where it says anger in our notes here, it says anger is not necessarily a sin, but actions motivated by anger can be sinful. Anger should not be the energy behind good action. Anger should be energy, the energy behind good action, not evil action. Mm. And that can be. Mm -hmm. So the rest of Genesis, chapter 4, verses 17 through 24, uh, we see that Cain married. Yeah, and they say it was a cousin probably. Okay, but it was different back then. Yeah, because the, I read about that today, that um, the, the genetic line was still pure. Okay. So, okay. just so you know. Because, you know, the earth had to populate, yeah. so things were different back yeah, then. Yeah, it's not, yeah. And then Adam and Eve had another son, Seth. Yes, Seth. And Eve believed that, that Seth kind of took the place of, of Abel. Yeah. Yeah. That must have been, that must have been crazy. Not crazy, but just sad. Really, yeah. Because you lost both your sons. Cain had to leave. Yeah. And then Abel you know, was gone. Yeah, and then you had you had Seth. Yeah. And Seth was good. Mm -hmm. And then Seth had a good young man. Seth also had a good child, right? Enosh. Is that how you say his name, Enosh? Yeah, I okay. believe so. Okay. Don't quote me, but I think that's how you say it. Because that is... The one... That's a great story. Yeah. And I, I want to know more about that, but I don't... Like, he lived in, now we're on Genesis chapter 5, where we learn about Adam's descendants. And Enosh lived in close fellowship with God for over 300 years. Uh, walking in close fellowship with God. And then one day he disappeared. God took him. Yeah, yeah there you go. Now, do you have anything else that no. you want to talk about no. in, in anything? No, I don't have anything so far. I'm just glad we got to do this. Yes, yes. We love this. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's about it for Genesis chapters 1 through 5. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. We're on our way. <laughs> we did it. Uh, but like I mentioned earlier, sometimes we'll be moving a little bit slower. Sometimes we'll be moving a little bit quicker. It just depends on what we're reading about. Um but we're going to have a good time with it. You know, this is our first video, mm -hmm. so we're still trying to feel it out. But uh, but we'll get the hang of it. Yes. Okay, so for our next reading, we are going to be reading chapters 6 through 11. We'll be reading about Noah and then going up through the Tower of Babel. Good. Okay. And we will discuss. We will discuss. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. And as always, if you have any questions or comments... Please leave them down below. Uh, the podcasts are going to be up. Oh, okay. They should be up by now. Okay. It'll be under Basic Bible Study. And then, of course, mybasicbiblestudy.com is our website. I think that's it. 